0: Hey, guys, it's Jenny from Channel Mom bringing you the podcast today. I had a friend recently say to me that she felt stuck. Do you ever feel like that? Stuck? Maybe a little bit broken or like you've been a victim for far too long? Well, we've got help for you today in that area. The author of a book called Freedom has uh, steps toward breakthrough today, both for moms and kids. I think this could be really helpful to you. So stick around for the podcast. Uh, okay. Are you sick of feeling like a victim? i have you know, tired of feeling like you're broken and you don't have any human-sized super glue. Well, it's time for a breakthrough. And I think our guest, Jennifer Renee Watson, can help you with this. She's got a new book called Freedom, the Gutsy Pursuit of Breakthrough and the Life Beyond It. And she can help you find a breakthrough with some of the tips that she's about to share with you. I've been reading this book voraciously. Because her book is called Freedom, it gave me an excuse to play one of my favorite George Michael songs. How's that for an introduction, Jennifer? Welcome to Channel Mom.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. That was the best intro ever. (laughs) Thank you. I, I bet nobody else has done that. No, but like I love it. I was like jamming out you know, when you start playing <laughs> I, that. I, I oh do think goodness.
0: that is my favorite George Michael song. Honestly, uh, I think good, you're my people. You, yeah. I am your people. And here's what here's my little pointer to you. You may now borrow this from me. Every time you walk on stage for a speech that's related to the your book and all of that, you should have them play that music. You know how they play for baseball players; that get their own special song. Yeah, you should play that song when you walk on stage. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that would pump me up. It would, it would pump you. I don't care
1: some people, but it would definitely no, pump right. me up. Yeah,
0: it's definitely very, <laughs> it's a very secular song. I'll confess that. Okay, so you open your book Freedom by saying each painful moment in our lives can lead to some kind of breakthrough. Wow. I really believe that that's a you know, breath of fresh air for a lot of moms today. Talk about that. What do you mean?
1: that we kind of look at pain as we want to avoid it at all costs, right? Yeah. But I think that I have found in my life that every broken moment led to an area of breakthrough that I desperately needed. And the reason why I felt so stuck and I felt so qualified to write this is because I lived in that pattern for so long. And we can be doing all the right things, you know, taking the right classes, studying scripture, uh, doing all the things that we think that is going to fix us and still find ourselves stuck. So instead of looking at pain or something that we have to confront in our lives, we look at it as an opportunity for growth.
0: Absolutely. I mean, you just heard me talking about the fact that I had stage 1 breast cancer last year, and nobody wants that. Nobody wants it. But as you walk through it, I have seen the humility that God has brought to me, but also the the sense of rescue and hope and peace that He brought to me a couple days ago. And and so there, there are some beautiful things that unfold when you go through a trial they just do and and Jesus explained to us we we're going to have some suffering in this world but yeah. man if it can always work out in a way that blesses somebody and that we can be a blessing then it's I think it's always worth it and I know there's some tough right. stuff I'm going to read something you were talking in the book about or you just were talking about how you repeated a pattern you repeated a pattern of feeling broken and not being able to get out and not being able to have your breakthrough and you say it is a habit with a lot of us to just think I'm just almost unstuck but i can't quite get unstuck and, and you want to get to that healthy place um, where, where you are unstuck and and you have a, a couple of truths that you share you say you've got three truths that can anchor us when we're going through difficult times so i want women to hear this today what yeah. i am facing is temporary what i am feeling is is temporary two different things good things will come from this pain even though i can't see them yet first of all amen second of all i want you to get really real here because you have struggles and i want moms to hear why you're allowed to say this because of the things that you have been through
1: yeah um, i came from a broken home uh... where was, you know dysfunction my mom was a believer my dad was not He was, and they came from kind of two different faith backgrounds. Yeah. But, um, and they wrestled a lot. But my mom, you know, when you suffer abuse and you go through all of that there's kind of like a a different fear that kind of sets in and so I realized that even my even though my mom is such a faith-filled woman in that season of her life like bringing up us as teenagers oh my goodness raising teenagers oh wow yeah yeah it's super easy right yeah no. (laughs) Um, so I realized that she was making fear-based decisions instead of faith-based decisions and I found myself doing the same thing and so Um, So I came from a background of brokenness and dysfunction, but I always chose Jesus. But So I went through a, a season in my life where I was like, I am totally fine. Everything's good. I'm okay. I conquered all of that. But then I realized that we can't conquer what we don't confront in our life that is stuck. And so I realized that there were some unhealed areas in my life. So instead of acting like I had it all together, I started writing about my junk. I started writing about my issues from a place of honesty and I realized my ministry took off because people do not want to hear, this is so easy and I have it all together and here's these simple steps. They want to know someone else has gone through the struggles and wrestled and made it to the other side.
0: Yeah. And can we talk yeah. about, can we talk about time for a minute and, and time and how long these things do take? Because I want to encourage mom out there. I have been, I have a legacy of fear and, and yes. so fe- I have been a fear-based person too. And so I have panic and dread and worry like nobody else I can go to every worst case scenario in in the space of three minutes you know and uh, but God has been especially through walking through breast, breast cancer it's almost like God said all right we're gonna go to fear 101 finally and uh, for real and we're gonna get you over this but it's not immediate I, I see a very slow progression to being a woman who's walking toward faith instead of fear because fear is my baggage and I want right. to be somebody who walks in total faith and and is able to pass that faith and that love and that hope onto others but it's slow so can you
1: encourage moms about that yes and I think that we need to give ourselves a little credit because when we have that background of fear of course it's going to surface mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we failed that means that we have to fight harder so it is a slow process, but it's like this gradual step to where you keep doing, you know, saying, you know, I'm not going to live in fear, I'm going to walk by faith, and, you know, to where all of a sudden it becomes your natural mindset and then fear is just the background. It's Ah. just, you know, it's just a side note that sometimes surfaces, but it's not the lead in your story anymore because you have faced, you have faced breast cancer and you are still standing and you are strong and God is using it. But of course, like as a mom, I don't think that there's any way for us possibly to be rid of all fear. Yeah. Like, I just don't think that it's possible. But But I kind of want to be, I'm just saying, this is something I'm asking
0: God for. I really just want to have zero fear. (laughs) Right, <laughs> Because I feel like I can rise up and help others if I can just get over myself and my own fears. I'm being serious. Yeah, but
1: you know what? This is what I found. That sometimes doing something afraid is more powerful than yeah. getting up there, not not scared, you know? Yeah. And because I wanted that too. So I have, um, I'm very open about my st- struggles with anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that I don't get to choose when that surfaces in my life. You know, I have no control over when it's going to rear its ugly head. But I do have hope and I have tools now that help me with that. But it and so now before I was like, you know what, if I just had enough faith and if I just, you know, if I did all of these right steps, I wouldn't face this. And I have found that that is not at all true. (laughs) And so it's kind of freed me up to say, you know, for the people who have been listening to that and they're listening to the voice of shame. Yeah. Just turn it off. Like, those people don't get to speak into your life. You want to see someone who's got up there and said, you know what? I still get nervous when I stand up and speak before someone, you know? But I get up there, and God takes over. Yeah. You know? And and,
0: and, and, and almost always you see the reason that the nerves weren't necessary, <laughs> but yeah. that doesn't mean they all go away. I, I want to get to a couple points, because I want moms to get the rich uh, sort of fruit that they can garden out of your book. and one of the things you talk about is getting freedom from your mean girl and yes. and so many of us have an inner mean girl can you explain that yes okay
1: so there is always this voice in our head um, and so for some of us will say it's the inner old lady that says everybody needs to be quiet and simmer down. Yeah. But most of the time, and this is what I'm seeing from a lot of readers who have read this book, they're like, will you come and speak about the inner mean girl? And this is women of all ages right. saying, I wrestle with this inner voice who is always critical and always nagging me. And so sometimes that maybe sounds like a person in our life that was in authority over us, but I have found that most of the time my inner mean girl sounds just like me. It sounds like the, the recovering perfectionist who wants to be perfect but knows it takes way too much time than I have. Mm-hmm. You know, so most of the time my inner critic is my voice, and it's saying you could have done that better. Yeah. And so, or even can can fear can fearful thoughts even be your inner mean girl? of course it can. Yeah. Anything yeah. that kind of takes over and says, you know what, you're going to totally sabotage your own life. That is your inner mean girl, you know. And so, I kind of say we don't really get to get rid of her, but we make peace with her and say, you know what, I get it. I get it. You worked really hard, and you've gone through a lot of hard things, but you don't get to be the boss of me. Like that insecure 12-year-old that I was, mm-hmm. she doesn't get to make the decisions that I make today as a 43-year-old. So how do you say that to that mean girl? I mean, first of all, you're going to look like a crazy person if you're doing it in the supermarket.
0: <laughs> but like, Exactly. <laughs> um, how, do,
1: how do you do it? Well, like, you know, like the scriptures talk about taking those thoughts captive mm-hmm. and making them obedient. It's like this grabbing thing where we grab our thoughts or we say, the minute they surface and say, you know what, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to let that thought win. And that doesn't happen overnight, but it's like this gradually thing that we build our muscle, our faith muscle in saying, you know what, I'm taking that thought captive. I'm not going to entertain that fear. I'm not going to sabotage my own joy and success. You know, like yeah. yes, we have that critic, but we don't get to listen to that. We don't have to listen to them.
0: Absolutely. You, you know, know, the worst thing about the mean girl is even as you're getting rid of her, she'll tell you you're not getting rid of me. I mean, even as you're making yeah. pro- progress, that same right. voice will come back and say, you're not making progress. And, right. and, and but you are making progress. So I just want to give that shout out to
1: everybody. Yeah. yeah. I- I think that we hold ourselves to completely unrealistic expectations, Mm -hmm. and that's part of making peace with the inner mean girl saying, you know what, the standard that I'm holding myself to is like Wonder Woman. Yes. Like that, that woman does not exist True. in real life. True. Exactly. If yeah. we could, you know. If she does, she's faking we sure it. we not want it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: So uh, how about this? I, another thing that I promised our audience you would do is how to discard the victim mentality. And, and I think a lot of us aren't even where we have it. But right. I'll find I walk in somewhere and I'll be like, well, I know what they're thinking. I know why they're judging me. I know, what,
1: I know they think this of me. And it's like, oh, my goodness, that's a victim yeah. mentality. How, how do you get right. rid of that? You know, I think it's calling it out and saying, and that was the first thing that kind of, that's that's where I talk about we cannot conquer what we don't confront mm-hmm. is because we think we're not doing it. But when we bring up the same hurts over and over, like if I have a fight with my husband and I bring up something that he did like 15 years ago that like broke my heart or whatever, and, you know, all of that time has passed. That's when I go, you know what, that's the victim mentality where you want to place blame because you want to, you want to harbor all of that. Yeah. Because we do like all of us want kind of like justification or we want someone to validate our pain. That's right. But If we can just say, you know what, I validate that pain. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be victorious over it and not play the victim anymore. Yeah. To where I, because I think that we like excuses and that's what I, I, mean, I'm calling myself out here. I was a queen of excuses. I could give you an excuse for anything. But when I had to step up and say that's the victim and not the victorious girl that you want to be, um, that's like getting in your own face. It I is. mean, like, you know,
0: it is, And the question you have to stand back and say is, and this is something that I've been kind of speaking to myself is, do I want to be defined, you know, by the day I reach my deathbed and I'm headed to see my maker, um, do I want to be defined by my pain? Do I want to be defined by my fear? Do I want to be defined by my worries and my negative self? I mean, no, nobody yeah. wants to be defined by that. And you're right. There's that little thing, and I think a lot of women struggle with it, which is, but it just feels good to say, Look, Look at all the bad things happening to me. Don't you feel bad for me? Or look at how you mistreated me. Don't you feel bad about? You know what I'm saying? And it's kind yes. of hard to step out of that because there's something like really I don't know edifying
1: about it. Or something. I don't get it. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's like it makes us feel better. Yeah. You know? It's weird. But yes. Yeah. So I think that it's one of those things where we practice. You know, like there's a quote that I put in my book that if you can't say anything nice about yourself, practice. And it's the same thing with our victim mentality. If you can't give yourself and others the benefit of the doubt, practice. Uh-huh. And then that takes their control back. And that brings up something you can
0: do with your kids. Because, yes. because our kids have different bad habits. And, and, and I could point to different things in both of my children. Love them deeply, mm-hmm. but they both have some yes. issues. And and one of them is a negative self-talker. And, and if yes. I could explain to them this process of, let's practice positive self-talk. Just say it out yes. loud. Let's practice. Yeah. These are some things you can pass on to your kids, which I love. How about yeah. how about this? How about the mom who is feeling uh, truly stuck? And maybe yeah. it has something to do with shame or feeling unloved or empty speak to her today
1: you know what i think that it's something that the enemy likes to do is tell us that we're alone and that we're the only one. Yes. And so if you're struggling with shame and feeling stuck and like it's all your fault you need to know that we all feel like that and there is hope and you don't have to keep beating yourself up for it. It's like you know just seeing yourself and saying you know what this is temporary. What I'm feeling, what I'm facing is temporary and something good is going to happen out of this and if that means I'm changing my mindset to stop like sabotaging my own joy and my own happiness in my life that is a huge step so i think that celebrating the small things are huge for women because we want it to be this big parade but these small steps are incredibly brave and so celebrate the small things and give you got to give yourself some credit because we we do incredible work we're moms yeah like we're we are amazing, incredible women, and no, we don't have it all together, but we show up for our families. So even if we show up messy, there, there doesn't need to be
0: any shame in that. But I love the celebration thing, because I, I do sometimes get down on myself and say, you're not changing at all, but but that is betraying the, the fact that I'm not uh, celebrating the things that I've actually done in a day that have been more faith-filled than fear-filled, and so I like that you're saying, mark those things. Okay, we've got to wrap up, but, but how do people, first of all, I do want to tell people that, that your book does say part of getting freedom for your soul and finding your breakthrough does involve prayer, and, and you have to be dedicated to to praying yourself through that. So I do want to mention that to people. But but Jennifer, how do people find your blog? You've got a beautiful blog, and uh, you've also got a podcast, I think, and how do they find the book?
1: Mm-hmm. You can find the book on Amazon. It's Freedom, The Gutsy Pursuit of Breakthrough and the Life Beyond It. Um, You can find it at Barnes & Noble, any of your favorite uh, retailers. And my website is jenniferreneewatson.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram, and I love connecting with people so much because um, I don't feel like they're just readers. I feel like this is my tribe. Yeah. And so I just have a really invested interest in connecting with these women um, just to come alongside them. So I would love for them to find me. Okay. So don't be shy, everybody.
0: Reach out to Jennifer because she wants you to be part of her tribe. You're a darling person. Thank you for being on the show. We will stay in touch. And I I wish you many blessings on this book. I hope it is a true blessing to some people looking for breakthroughs. So thanks for being on Channel Mom today, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. A couple of pieces of business. Please engage with us i would be so honored to hear from you here's a new idea i have i would love to hear the impact that we have on you so do this little thing you can record a voice memo on your phone little voice memo thing just a cute little voice memo nobody has to hear you do it and then email us that voice memo so we can play it and the ways in which we've helped you or the ways we could start helping you i'd love to hear that too just email us at channelmom at gmail don't be shy Please record that voice Mom. I want to hear from you and send it to Mom at gmail. Also, if you know folks who need help, we are now going into prisons to help moms there and encourage them that they don't have to give up on their mothering. We uh, work with moms coming out of shelters, single moms who are trying to find a transitional home and reestablish a house for their kids. We work with Denver Rescue Mission. Uh, we do channel mom coffees for fellowship for moms. We'd love to start some in Arkansas and Alabama, so you could reach out to us for those as well. So find us at channelmom.com dot com. Now also, you can subscribe and follow. I'd love to engage with you. Everybody very sweetly said some beautiful things about the new headshots I had taken and some admissions I've made about uh, my last couple of years and the things I've been through. People were so kind on Facebook and said all kinds of wonderful things. So I'd love to hear from you and talk to you and help you however I can on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram. They're really places of engagement. We don't have to be shy about getting on there. I know there's a lot of bad stuff that happens on social media but it doesn't have to be. So follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at Channel Mom. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Okay, here we go. If nobody's thanked you, I'm here to thank you, Mom. I know you work hard. I know you feel overlooked and underappreciated and tired. You're raising that next generation, and, and God is depending on you. We're all depending on you. God, you know, God blesses you in it. Let's put it that way. Thanks so much for all you do. Have a beautiful weekend. Life Center in Littleton is here for you. Whether you or someone you know needs help with groceries, GED prep,
1: finding community, or figuring out what faith in Jesus really means, the Life Center wants to help. Located just south of downtown Littleton, we exist to offer our community practical help and lasting hope. Find out
0: more at LifeCenterLittleton.org.